Hi, everybody. We are no longer living life in paradise. It's, it's not, not a fairy, fairy tale. tale. Hi, lady. Hi. All right. So um, it is going to be me and Tanisha today, along with our special guest, Miss Javetta. Hi, everyone. And um, we're going to get into our week and then we're going to do a top five on essence. Even though we didn't go, we're going to just pull from all of our collective experiences. Right. And um, then we're going to do rap, do this Rache reality mm-hmm. wrap up <laughs> who right. had Javetta's head itching because <laughs> she was so riled up about this fight at the end. <laughs> Oh, girl, that fight. Something oh, else. It was. So, Miss Tanisha, what's been going on? Nothing much. I had a really great time at your set. Oh, yes, on it was Saturday. a good time. It was a good time. I had an amazing time. Everybody was so nice and chill. We had an amazing time. Thank you for hosting it. I know. You know I was ready for y'all to get the hell out of my house at 1 o'clock in the morning, right? <laughs> well, you should have told somebody. I to yawned out. several times, and I put the food up. Those are signs that the party is wrapping up. Well, you should have said something because not everybody took the hint. I see. Right. I see. You yawning and putting up food means nothing. I see. You're always sleepy. We just kept playing Black Heart Revolt. Like, and talking. And talking and shitting the breeze. Right. <laughs> Did you I even know. notice she was putting up food? No. See? I know. I know. It's cool, though. Okay. It's cool. Well, next time I'll pay attention when you put up food and start yawning. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But it was fun, and the food was really good. Mm-hmm. Like I surprised myself. Okay, so my favorite were Ria's family's favorite, um, famous chicken wings. They were seasoned to perfection. I hadn't had grilled hot dogs in so long. They were so good. Those burgers were nice and juicy. I still haven't had a burger. Oh, they're good. Okay, and then. The the spotlight was the beef tri tip. Oh, that was so good. And we've kind of all the things about that it. I can't have. I know. Oh, I forgot. It's okay. My little um, Beyond Burgers were good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was mad that he gave it away to like meat eaters. Like, why did you give the yeah, hip? Like, like that what happened for you guys? trying to be he's like, trying to convert trying to, people yeah he's trying to convert people <laughs> advertising you won't join this meatless life don't you girl i was like what happened to all the burgers he was like oh i didn't know you wanted another one i was like i only had one. Oh man right like and some pasta salad okay at least you had some pasta salad no i wanted a burger because it was good i know i know i know okay well we are going to um get into our fairy topic and our fairy topic this week is going to be our top five top five top five on going to essence fest or our top five highlights of essence fest and again we didn't go this year um however we're going to draw from our experiences and get ready for the next time we all go right which yeah. we should try to go next year depending that on who, fun. depending on who's performing that's gonna be the thing yeah. but it is the 25th anniversary also we should probably go so we might want to plan for that yes we need to plan for this this needs to happen and i think we should take our significant others that would be fun that would be fun but then it may not necessarily be fun they don't know all the music though you know i will say my husband is not into crowds. i think my husband secretly don't like black people <laughs> 
I'ma just put it out there. Cause it's too many crowds, it's too many black folks, and he'd be like, Oh, I just it's too much going on. But he he is a ex military person. So Right. He a lot of them don't like crowds. Okay. Okay. I'll 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 give you that. But My husband doesn't really like crowds either, but he just doesn't know the music. Like I could sing to him, he's like, uh who what are you talking about? Like, we could just leave them um Bourbon and Street, and they would the have a Harris. good time. We can yes. leave them a Harris. We can too. leave them a Harris and, and let call them it do a day. Whatever they're gonna do. Yes. But I, I want to introduce him to like really good music. Yes. But like he tends to fall asleep at concerts, and I'd be like, really? He can't fall asleep in the super lounge because he got to stand up. <laughs> no, he fell asleep at the Jill Scott Scott concert standing up. What was he standing on? Well, we we had what they call those VIP seats, which are the little tables. Yeah. And he was just standing up trying to stay awake, and he fell asleep standing up. <laughs> like, I don't think he would fall asleep in the Super Lounge because it's very intimate and, you know. You just never know with him. That's true. You just never know. And yes. it'll be one of those times he fall asleep standing up, and then he'll just, like, tip over. That would be hilarious. Right. That's like that guy. Me, our, me and my husband went out for New Year's in Atlanta, like, when we first started dating. And it was this guy, he was so drunk that he was, like, leaning as he was walking through the crowd. Oh, God. And he, like, walked towards me, but it looked like he was about to fall. So I, like, pushed him back. And then he started lean walking in another direction. And he just fell over. Me and, me and my husband, like, died. Yeah, you pushed him funny. down. Dude. I didn't push him down. He just, I just pushed him in another direction mm-hmm. to keep him from falling. I didn't push I pushed him so he wouldn't fall. You said boom. Whatever. Take that. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not hearing you. No. <laughs> She's in denial, apparently. Whatever. Okay, so, Tanisha, what is one of your top five Essence moments? I think the first year that I ever went to Essence, I actually went with my middle school friends, and we were broke as hell. Like, I think we probably had $100 between the five of us, but we had such a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. And... My highlight of those trips is just us all being together and our feet hurting so bad that we would just pour some water in the tub and just have like a group (laughs) where we're just soaking our feet together and just like praying like, Lord, please don't let my feet feel like this tomorrow. Like, help me. Like, and we didn't care how nasty it was. We just all need to soak our feet. Like, that was probably that time. And then we went another time where we just didn't have enough money to go to the concerts because, you know, we was like mm-hmm. fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. And um, we were just praying to get into a concert. And so we went in the building or the hotel where the concert was, but they had the, like the elevator locked off. Like nobody could get to the 12th floor, for example. And the elevator just opened and we were in the party and we just walked in like bosses. But okay. we just got in for free. And we was like, okay, that's cool. And they had like an open bar. We had a good time. Good. It's the broke times that you have the best time. It, I so agree, girl. Yes. I so agree. So you don't have to have a lot of money in your pocket. You just go and you be free and you experience everything you can. You have enough going on in that like the little the convention center yes, to really entertain free. you. Yeah. You just gotta get some like street food or whatever mm-hmm. and chill out. You don't even have to go to all the restaurants. I mean because they're going to be packed anyway, and you're going to spend your whole vacation Day waiting, waiting to sit down to eat. Right. And yes. you might as well just eat somewhere like that or just get something on the street yes. and be cool. And I'm going to chime in on going on a budget because you do not have to spend a ton of money to go to Essence Fest. Let me tell you, 
remember when me and you volunteered for Yes We Code? Yes. If you volunteer with some of the organizations that are going to be presenting at the convention, like you can literally volunteer your time, be in the convention center, still see different people and get con- free concert tickets sure can. for your time. Mm-hmm. And then I know when we volunteer for Yes We Code, like people who couldn't afford it to come or couldn't afford to stay, they had like cheap dorm rooms at the local college yep. for people to stay in. So you do not have to spend a ton mm-hmm. of money. It's ways to go and really ball out on a budget. You can ball out on a budget. You can help a good cause. Mm -hmm. And you can still have a good time. Yeah, because that was really fun. Yes. You know, the kids, like, coding and making the different things. Yes. I was just like, this is super cool. And then while we were sitting there, like, we saw old girl from Brownstone, Nikki from Brownstone. And she was on the other show, too, one of them reality Um, shows. R&B Diva. Yeah. And then we also saw... What's the dance show on Lifetime? A bring it. Br- bring in. We, we saw bring them it. like, yeah, the dancing yeah, dolls we did and see the coach them come in. in. Yeah, yeah, we saw them march in. So you see a lot of a lot of different things. So definitely yeah. you do not have to spend a lot of money. You can get an Airbnb, get on Home Away. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to spend all your money on these high-ass hotels. Right. Rent a condo. Because you know Rent what? a house. That was a highlight. when we That year we rented the house was mm-hmm. the best year. Mm-hmm. We had so much space. We weren't on top of each other. No, we weren't. We had plenty of space to enjoy mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that was really, that was a highlight for me. And then that cute little cat that I used to like hang out with every morning. Oh my god! That I used to feed. <laughs> but I just thought it was so cute. Cute, the it cute was. little kitten. It was. So it just felt like real homey for a week. Mm-hmm. Or a week. Well, how long were we there? Five we days? Just a weekend, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I, I think, think we like left forever. Monday. No. And then we walked to the like restaurants and yeah. stuff. And, you know, it was, you got it to was really kinda, see the local life. Yeah. The only thing about that house that I didn't particularly care for is that it was kind of creepy coming in late at night. It was. Because we had to walk through like a fence on both sides and it was like skinny and it was. It just seemed like at any moment Jason was gonna jump out and be like, Rawr. "I know," and we couldn't lock the actual door to the house. We sure couldn't. <laughs> but we survived. We, we survived. <laughs> we didn't die. We couldn't even lock the door. Yeah, nobody died. We're mm-hmm. all. We all made it. Yes. So, Javetta, what's your one of your numbers? Um, so I agree with with both of uh, what you're saying. Um, and speaking of being free and on a budget, I went last year, we had an Airbnb. It was much cheaper than the times that I've gone all the time and had a hotel, which was very costly. Um, and this Airbnb was just fabulous. It was in a historic home. I explored the neighborhoods. Great. Um, but I love the essence, the seminars and the forums. Like every year, I'm looking forward to Iyanla Vincent to snatch my wig back and give me life, okay? Because she resets me. July is my new year because I it's my birthday month, and I totally need to be reset and wig snatched by Iyanla. So that was very important for me. That was That's always at the top of my list, and I love like just listening to the talks and other women, inspiring women, empowering women to like live into our best lives and our best selves and really own who we are and uh, ways that we can elevate in business and in personal and in relationships. Those are things that really helped me um, just become a, just a good black woman. You remember that year we saw Kevin Hart and he was sitting in that stool and his feet was swinging because he was so I short. Not, I didn't. I, you didn't I see didn't that? You it that was time. him and Jill Scott. I wasn't with y'all. Oh, you were. We were somewhere y'all were else. somewhere else. Yeah, I was listening. I was actually listening to. I think it was Fair Grace speak 
while y'all were oh, doing yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I do remember meeting him. <laughs> I remember meeting him, and that was the year Janelle went with us. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do remember that whole experience. So yeah. that was fun. Yeah. So I would say one of my top fives would be, and I'm going to go restaurant style, is the Court of Two Sisters. Girl, um, it is a excellent, it's excellent for brunch. Yeah. Jazz brunch. Yeah. The food, I have never had grits that were as good Come on now. as those grits. Come on through. And it's Not the atmosphere. I mean, Darren's daddy was good. Like, they, they, they hand in hand. Mm-hmm. One and the same. Yeah, well, that was a buffet place we went to, right? It was that, a buffet. When and I you, fell in and love Tanisha with sweet potatoes. And Tanisha does not like buffets and or sweet potatoes. But I fell in love with yams and sweet potatoes there. And the grits, those were good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good experience. I really liked that spot. The atmosphere was very yeah, it was nice. Very I was nice like, if relaxing. I wasn't already married, I would surely do a reception up in this piece. Because right. it's pretty. And the music was good. Like, I... Hands down, that is one of my favorite restaurants in New Orleans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I really love the food too. I, I specifically go looking for gumbo every year. It's like really true, authentic gumbo, and them liquored up slushies. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, we had a slushie last night. I am a sucker for liquored slush slushies. I love them, love them, love them, and you—they're on every corner. Walk me down. Yes. I'm just loving it. I love it. But a restaurant that I had one my first Essence Fest, a group of friends and I went and we made reservations for like a gourmet dinner at Emeralds. And that we sat on the second floor and we had a nice um uh, meal. It was on the prefix menu. It was really good, and we had all the courses, and it was just, it was nice. It elevated the experience. So I do recommend to make sure you have all the other things, like you know your your street food, your slushies, and like some traditional New Orleans food. But also try to, I mean, if you can, go to a nice restaurant. Yeah, that helps. Yes, it's it always good to have some fancy cuisine when you're of on course. vacation. It make you feel like you don't went somewhere, right? <laughs> but if you can't afford it, it's okay. It is. It's just food because you just gonna boo boo it out anyway. I know. And so, street food is the bomb. Yes, I love me some street food. And then Cafe Demon. Ooh, yeah. come on, come on. <laughs> them beignets, baby. Oh my goodness. I want to. I like usually like to take them and just toast to whoever's around. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, let's toast. <laughs> to, to these beignets <laughs> and them damn pigeons oh gosh just walking around no they be underneath your feet when you be at the cafe de i know but i don't sit there i just oh, walk just I walk, walk through oh oh that's why you toasted <laughs> <laughs> i got my beignet and my slushy right. <laughs> oh goodness oh so tanisha what's yours what's your next one Well, one year, it was in essence that I went to New Orleans. It was actually for Mardi Gras, and I had a really great time. Mm-hmm. Me and my hus- That's the only time me and my husband have went to New Orleans. And we just enjoyed the cuisine. Like, we had some wonderful food. I can't remember the name of the place where we had these beignets, but they were like pecans and cinnamon. Ooh, oh, my goodness. They so were good. so good. Yes, girl. They gave me life. They were so good. And... 
Like that was the first time I've ever had gumbo and it was like seafood gumbo, but I picked the stuff out that I didn't want. And it was really good. Mm. Um, but essence overall is a great way to go and reset. Just don't run yourself in the ground because no. you have the ability to run yourself down in the ground you and then do. you have to take a whole nother week off work because oh, yes. you broke down. Yes. Not only are you broke down, your feet are torn. Oh the hell my gosh. Oh, right. Oh, uh. And you need Crocs. Yes. Them, and them is some old lady shoes, but they, they will are. reset your feet. And that's all you need to walk another 30 miles. Because you don't want to be walking on them streets with crooked heels. Feet be all broke down. I, Let me tell you, I, and I didn't even wear heels, but when we went to Hawaii and I messed up my feet because I was walking on that concrete without any support, girl, had tendonitis. You do not want tendonitis Mm-mm. fooling around at Essence Fest. Get you some Crocs. Right. Get you some. They some with not, some arch. Some with some arch and, and some good support. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Get yes. you some nice comfort soles. Mm-hmm. You can go as cheap as Payless or you can go on up to Air Soles. Mm-hmm. And if you're real fancy, you can get you some teaks. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and have your blueprints and take a picture of your blueprints as you uh, frolic the streets of yes. NOLA. Protect your feet at right. Essence. Right. <laughs> Because they're going to need some protection. They will. If not, you're going to be somewhere on somebody's tub with six other people soaking your feet. Are you going to be in a doctor's office getting some x-rays? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure out whether or not your feet broke. broke. <laughs> My feet broke. Are you sure I don't have a fracture? Right, because they are so bad. Oh, goodness. My next top five of Essence is definitely the Super Lounges. Yes. Those, to me, are, like, the best concerts because it's so intimate. You really get to, like, you feel like you one-on-one with the artists. You know, they're telling you stories while they're doing a performance. You know, I just, you can get a good seat. You can be, like, right in the front seeing SWV singing downtown because they don't sing it no more. I was like, yes, Coco. Sing that song. Right. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to concur because mm-hmm. that's what gave me life was the super lounges. Like, I li- I wanted to see, like, the first time I went, I was like, what is this super lounge? And I was kind of afraid to go and venture off on my own. But this last time I went, I really took advantage of the mm-hmm. super lounges. And they were perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, if I didn't want to sit through another performance on the main stage, which a person I'm not feeling, I actually scheduled all my super lounge That's times. what I do. Yeah. So I put it all in my phone and said, okay, I'm going to see this person at this time, this person at this time, and then I'll come back to the main stage for this. But uh, I love the super lounges. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite was Dougie Fresh. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, mm-hmm. it was so good. Like, I saw Daily. I saw Leela James. I, I, I saw Kelly Price. Daily. I mean, it's just so many people I saw. I, and what I really loved was, like, at the end of it all, Dougie Fresh was on the last night. And I was like, I'm ready to, you know, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, body roll. <laughs> so uh, it was phenomenal. Yes. He hyped us up, okay? Yes. And then he started giving out birthday shout outs. I was like, yes, that's me, that's me. So, yeah, super lounges. Yes. 
Don't you hate when you double book yourself for the Super Lounge? I know. Like, isn't that like, like, don't you, you like, dang, like, who do I see? Like, who do I choose? Or, or you like try to get, or you try to get to the Super Lounge early so you can be at the front. Yes. And then somebody, a whole bunch of other people done beat you to the punch because yes. they had the same idea. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I hate when you have like two of your favorite artists and you're like, okay, so which one am I going to go see? And then somebody's on the main stage and all of that. So, I love the Super Lounges too because I like small, intimate spaces. I do too. And I just feel like that's the best way to connect with the artist, especially a, a new artist that you've never exactly. seen yes. or somebody that has like one song. You're like, mm-hmm. I want to go see what else they talked about. Mm-hmm. So I just, I like that. I just hate yeah. when I double book myself. Yes. Hey, you be asking why essence? Why? <laughs> like on the floor, <laughs> knees down, really like exerting your hands and just screaming. Why? Cause you want to see them. You want to see them both. You I think do. they should take a poll of what night they each artist. And then that way we all voted so we cannot double book ourselves possibly. That's true. Exactly. That's true. Th- that and then some good. people that's in the super lounge need to be on the, on they the main do. stage. Because them rooms be packed. Yes. Who was it that we were in the room and the room was like, we couldn't even get in it. And we got there early. I can't remember who I it was. I can't remember who it was. Last year. Not this year because this year they put them on the main stage. Last year was Escape. Mm-hmm. They know everybody wants to see Escape. Escape was huge. Mm-hmm. Right. They knew that. And they was on. They was in the super lounge, and nobody could get in. They shut it down. It was not good. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's who I wanted to see this year. I just mm-hmm. wanted to go just to see Escape, but I just didn't feel like it was worth the money to go just to see one person. Yeah, especially since Candy not gonna be. Performing. She did perform. Sure. Yes, girl, I saw that. She she performed. Come on, with she it. did. Mm-hmm. On. I saw it on Instagram. Oh, man. Yeah, we missed it. We missed it, but that's okay. There's yeah. YouTube. Exactly. You know they're going back on tour, too. I think. I don't know. She may, you know, she may be not going or miss some dates here and there. I need to get on Instagram and DM her and figure out where she's going to be. What are your, what are the candy dates of the Escape Tour? <laughs> <laughs> now, that sounds like a girl's trip right there. What, to go see Escape? Yeah. Yes. Like a quick... A quick weekend, we meet up, we go to the concert, we have dinner the next day, maybe a brunch, and then we out. Yep. Yep. Sounds like a plot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of like how we gonna do with Anita Baker. Oh, I can't wait. I know. I I've been practicing. Wait. I feel like I need to get like a little short bump and curl wig. <laughs> Whoa. Just to, you know, okay. back in the day. What about them freeze curls though? She really did Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I hope she I'm... ain't wearing that same wig she wore at the BET. That was that not wig the was best. Not the right <laughs> wig. I love you, Anita Baker, but that wig—it was like a weird brunette Brown, color. Yeah, it just didn't mesh well with her. No, I'm gonna need her not to wear that wig. She, she needs to go back to her cut. And then, so who was it who told me she had a little ponytail at one point? I don't want to see that either. No, 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 no. No, just. Just I need, go short. I need Anita Baker to have her little cut. Right. Just your her little, little bumper curl. And be done with it. Yes. She, she can always go get that Mildred wig. I can show her where it's at. <laughs> That's what it looked like she had on. No, that wasn't a Mildred wig. That might have <laughs> been a Odessa wig, but that wasn't Mildred. Or she could just, you know, hook up with the quick weave. Yeah, that too. I'm sure quick weaves look good. They, they do. do. What are they, like 13 pieces or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I like uh, a part that I really like is like 
all the goodie bags and stuff that's available. Mm -hmm. Like McDonald's always has a bag every year. My Black is Beautiful, Mm -hmm. Cream of Nature, Ford. And you get all these free bags. And then inside of them throughout the Superdome, that's where it's not the Superdome, throughout the the Convention convention Center, Center, you get all these samples. Shea Moisture, like regular size stuff. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I'm like, this is it right here. I ain't got to go to a beauty supply store for months. You know what I'm saying? So I really like those goodie bags and like really taking advantage of the convention center and also like scheduling up to do a little makeover, mm-hmm. sitting in on those beauty, uh, on those beauty, um, like forums, asking questions, engaging with people on a different level. Like those are all goodie treats to me. It is. Yeah, and those then are nice. to piggyback on that, another good thing about the convention center is, the free concerts there. Exactly. So even if you don't get concerts at the Superdome, mm-hmm. you can see them for free at the convention right. center. Because we saw Eric, Kim. Um, who else we see up at? I we saw Eric Benet. Yeah. Still and it was a girl, a girl group or a girl performed there too. Listen, I remember last year, I'm walking, trying to meet my friends, right? And I saw a comment on the Coca-Cola stage, mm-hmm. like, just having an interview. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking, I said, well, let me go over there so i'm walking and i was like oh he's finishing up because i really love to hear what he has to say Mm -hmm. i think he is definitely one of the profound minds of our time so i'm looking forward to hearing it didn't get to hear everything but i was like all right that's cool i'm all everybody's leaving because it's the end of it yes everybody's leaving so i'm just moseying up just saying just let me take a look at him right y'all he was like and uh he was like and what else you have for us and he was like oh i got some and he just bust out and did like a 35 minute concert y'all i got to touch his hand i was like (laughs) and i got to touch his hand he touched my hand i was like i ain't washing my hand for months but i had to wash that night but um it was you felt good though i felt extraordinary because i was like who gets to go to a common concert like right here exactly like right here and he make eye con- contact with you several times by the way <laughs> it was cool yeah i bet yeah it's all the celebrity sightings and then it's like the celebrities are there like they are excited just as excited as we are right to be there because then they're like oh i get to see someone 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 so like they're fans as they, well yeah they have and i really like that of. Yeah. They like to engage with, with their, their fans. fans. They, they like, like to engage, engage with us. Just regular people just says, oh, you, you know, know, your music did X, Y, and Z for me. Mm-hmm. And they listen to people's stories. I mean, you find out that some of these people are really, really cool people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was on my list? Well, my highlight. What's on your list? My highlight on my list was seeing Prince. Of course. I know. Oh, on I the 30-year anniversary like, of Purple Rain. Right. That moment for me was like so breathtaking I just could not believe that me and Prince were in the same room breathing the same air at the same time it was just so beautiful and I miss him so much I do too he's so amazing and then he just kept on like after he closed with Purple Rain he came back on and they performed probably for like another half hour hour like it was it was a that was excellent that was one of the best shows I've been to yeah. Yeah. And then I, he sung all the songs from Purple Rain that I absolutely love. You know mm-hmm. I love Raspberry Beret. Yeah. 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 Ah, you find in a second-hand store. Okay. <laughs> okay. We love you, Prince. Yeah, we do. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
was Prince followed up by Lionel Richie? No, Prince ended on his own night. What was but Charlie, Charlie Wilson, Wilson was before Lionel Richie. Lionel that was Richie. a bad, bad decision. Yeah, you know, Charlie. Bad, bad decision. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie right. is Uncle Charlie. Yes. He oh, he put us on a show. Mm-hmm. Lionel, I'm sorry. He put us to sleep. Yeah. Like he came out on the piano with like a glass of brandy. <laughs> And was like, I'm going to sing all my hits. And I was like, hey, you could have at least started off with the songs from the Commodores to keep the crowd right. hype. Yeah. And, and then, then ended with the song. Yeah. Yes. It was. <laughs> that night, it was too much going on. Yes. That lady, the lady that was sitting next to us, I think something happened to like her family member. Somebody died and mm-hmm. she was crying and Lana Richie was. <laughs> I mean, Lana Richie had just like. Oh, he just killed my vibe, and then she was upset. It was a lot going on. I was just ready to go. I did. I did. I was ready to go. Girl, I remember hearing at the time that Chucky Booker, y'all remember Chucky Booker? Why you wanna? Yeah. Why you gave it on me? He was Lionel Richie's musical director at the time. And I'm like, Chucky, now you know you know better not to put him on after Charlie Wilson and to set the music like you did. Like, I didn't even have a problem seeing Lionel Richie, but I needed him to start off with the Commodores first. Charlie Wilson shuts it down. He does. He's been my old man crush. If I was an older woman, that's Mildred's boyfriend. (laughs) <laughs> it seemed like Mildred and Charlie Wilson mess around. Why we get along? Ask me how I'm doing, Mildred. Say she's blessed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Living every moment, no regrets. <laughs> Go, Mildred. Oh my goodness. Two step for Charlie. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yes. Um. What was next on my? List? You know what? And this is why you're at Essence, because I've been to New Orleans not for Essence. I would say, you know, New Orleans is known for the whole voodoo and black magic. Go see a psychic. Yes. Go see a psychic and go see and take a grave, uh, a grave site oh, yeah. tour or a haunted yes. tour. Yes. Yes. So I went on the haunted tour. It's mm-hmm. a haunted walking tour. It was. Amazing. Were you scared? Yes, I was scared as shit. <laughs> I was so scared. Mm-hmm. After that, that me and my friend, we kind of walked, her and I walked hand in hand mm-hmm. <laughs> back home. She's like, do you see the eyes on us? We feel oh, like the goodness. stories were all true stories. That was the scary part. Mm-hmm. They were all true stories. And it was like, wow. Okay. Then we had um, the crypt, like the grave tour, mm-hmm. and saw Madame Laveau, right? Is that mm-hmm. her name? Madame Laveau, the biggest voodoo uh, ma- oh. woman who, like, really controlled New Orleans at one point in time. If you wanted anything done, you would go through her oh. as black voodoo priestess. Okay. She was she was running the city, okay? I didn't know that. And so in, this, in, the, in the cemetery tour, you go one of the spots because the cemeteries are just historic mm-hmm. but one of the spots is her her like crypt mm-hmm. it's beautiful people leave offerings there for mm-hmm. her and all kinds of different things oh my goodness yes well i know i went pre-katrina and we went because we were like oh since we're here let's go see a psychic so we all went to see this psychic and let me tell you, this woman was on the money. Mind you, I do not see them now because I went to see another one in Chicago and she like blew my world. But this one that I went to, like she told me I would have a new job in two weeks. Ooh. 
and I got a job, a new job in two weeks. And then she told me, now the one thing she told me that was wrong is that I was going to marry the person that I was with and we was going to have three kids. That didn't happen. But Thank you, Lart. I know. Thank you. But, like, with the whole job situation, because I, I knew I needed another job. I had been praying for another job. Uh-huh. And when it happened, I was like, she was right. Wow. <laughs> On the money. On the money. What's yours, Tanisha? You know, I just came in back to the room okay i don't know what y'all talking about oh what's next on your top five well you know prince was a highlight of my essence okay so i'm trying to think what else was a highlight i've been several times that one time i saw like the whole cash money crew riding around that was pretty cool okay that was before they were like really something Oh, like it was they before were, they was taking over yeah, before like the 9 was, 9. This was right. This was right out of high school. Oh, goodness. Yes. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. I think the first couple of years we went when we were broke, those were the fun times. Mm-hmm. So I haven't done like any tours or anything like mm-hmm. that in New Orleans. Girl, you know I'm scary, so I would never do anything like that. Oh, my goodness. And if you, well, for the non scary people, there's also a historic value because, you know, New Orleans is one of the oldest cities in the Mm-hmm. I don't think I would like that either. Tours. I mean, it's it's heavy stuff. Yeah. But it's also just something to just really appreciate. Like, like thinking, thinking about, about the plantation and all the things that went there. That's historically Essence Fest is a black festival. So like understanding the context and looking at where we are and appreciating mm-hmm. and uplifting black women. Because on plantations, that was the most confining space for black women and to see the liberation and freedom that we are now it's a, it's a celebration of look at far we come but also honoring our ancestors exactly. we definitely need to honor our ancestors more and for me going to the plantation tour really helped me just lift up those spirits that that I'm standing on the shoulders of giants and all those people that came before me to make all of this beautifulness uh, with this black culture, you know, happen today. So mm-hmm. that was important for me. Even the haunted tours, I'm sorry, even the haunted tours was a, was a lot of history. Like the most haunted place in New Orleans was, uh, was a, was a um, home in the French quarter that was, um, that were, I guess they were slaves of a particular these two particular French people and how they tortured them and how no one has been able to live in that home ever because mm. of the souls and things that took place. I mean, it was real. There's documentation of all of this, all these things and how sadistic these people were. And what, like I said, some like all of the stories were all true based off of history. Like these are things that happen. And, you know, I believe in soul energy because this will bust beauty over here. Like (laughs) what happens to all this energy in me when my body fails, this energy goes somewhere else. Right. And so that's why I say I'm always in, in the mode of honoring ancestors, the energy, the source from where it comes from, because, you know, that's what happens Mm -hmm. you know our lights are not our our lights are not put out we're all electric right we're electrifying people so like we need to like i don't know like honor that i don't know how i got in that space but like i said most of the things it's not as scary as you think it's like monsters and ghouls Mm -hmm. these are real people doing horrible things but it's also historic and to understand the context the context in which these things have occurred Wow, that's a different perspective. I know. I'll definitely have to do one of those tours the next time we go. Me too. We'll go together.
Right. I was about it. to say, you got to come with me. Yes. Don't I go need... with your other friends. <laughs> right. Because I need you to hold my we hand and you. be like, girl, I need you to be in the spiritual thing with me and explain it just like that so I can relive <laughs> that because I'm going to be scared as hell. <laughs> you know, while you were talking, I was thinking about another ho- a personal highlight of mine was when we went to Dookie and Chase because, you know, oh, that was yes. the whole Princess and the Frog thing. It was And good. I was so excited to finally see a black princess that I was just – happy to be there and was like that was her story and she was just a sweet little old lady and I was mm-hmm. like oh this is so sweet this is how it all kind of came together so that was a personal highlight Ooh, what about that Willie Mays chicken that's what I was about to girl. talk about girl that Willie Mays I don't even chicken. eat chicken but that would ooh, I, would, I might that eat chicken some crust was good. <laughs> uh, that crust made it right that's all I really care about on chicken anyway but girl that mm. it was good we stopped that before we hit the road yeah and we stood in line and it looked like a little hole in the wall shack. Right. But that chicken was the. F- it was the truth. It was the truth. It gets you right. It yes. was like brined in Coca Cola. Yes. It was, it was so, so good. good. Willa Mays. Mm hmm. I make sure that we go there and I want to do the Dookie Chase thing. Tell me more about the Dookie Chase. Well, it's, bas- it's basically the restaurant. That when Disney made the story of the Princess and the Frog, that's like her story. So she was um, a young girl living in New Orleans. She met a guy from wherever, and he wasn't a prince, but he was just like, what was he, like Creole or something? And Girl, I didn't like read. I saw like the story in like the sitting area, but I really didn't read it. So basically they got together and she, you know, she was a businesswoman. She was like, okay, I'm going to open this restaurant. She always wanted a restaurant. And so she opened up the restaurant and them two were together. And I think one of their names is Dookie and the other one's name is Chase. So that's why they named it Dookie and Chase. But they ended up getting married and living happily ever after. And so that's pretty much the Princess and the Frog story with some edits, of course. Of course. Yeah. You know. You know how Disney do. Right. Okay. Yeah, so that was that was gonna be my next one to wrap up um with Willa Mays. And I the final one is just really how we started is getting together with your crew. Yes. And just kicking it extra hard. Mm-hmm about making memories exactly and living it's one thing to to like exist and breathe but it's another thing to live and thrive and so essence reminds you with such the vibrancy of the city and the people and just how everything is popping it, it just reminds you just to live a little bit more exactly. each and every day and especially lean into love into and just wild out in your black culture exactly right you never feel more at home. Yeah, it's Chocolate City. Yeah, it's Chocolate City, and I'm like, oh, look at all this melanin in yes. one place, and melanin is popping, mm-hmm. and I love it. I'm here for it all. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets along. There's no fights. No, not at Never all. Never seen any fights. So no, it's a good because we just all come to have fun and kick it. We got our finest clothes, and you yes. know we've been planning for. It. Got our hair. Yes, we Shoot. got our hair. We can't be acting a fool. With some, some good hair and, and some good, good clothes, girl. Uh-uh. We too cute. <laughs> we too cute. Okay, and some good shoes. You know Don't it. Don't play with me. Mm-hmm. Not the time. <laughs> or not good shoes, and then you're angry because oh, your yes. f- fucking feet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Because we walk. Thirty miles. We walk. We thirty walk miles. Thirty miles in a weekend. Yes. Thirty miles. That's it right there. That's yeah. it right there. And our feet felt it till we got them Crocs. Yes. 
Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so we're going to wrap up this fairy topic. Chime in and let us know your top five essence experiences. And we'll we'll talk about them and post them. And you can find us on It's underscore not a fairy tale on Instagram. And it's not a fairy tale 615 on Gmail. All right, we're going to get into our business buzz. And Miss Javetta is going to talk about Brown Sugar Box. Okay, so Brown Sugar Box came about on my Instagram feed one day because I wanted to have a monthly subscription to something I saw, like Ipsy and all these different things. But I really am into wanting to edify black businesses. So I saw Brown Sugar Box is all about the black woman, and that's who I am. That's, and I wanted to participate. And there's so many cute little things that you get. So you get monthly a t-shirt you get little um trinkets this month i got like a um a candle some light uh, some matches with a little theme on it i got a container to drink tea out of i got some tea from a black tea shop um there were just so many different things in it it's just a really great thing and i say that because i'm always in the mindset of treat yourself and it is my monthly treat to myself it is a gift it's like christmas every month for me because i'm like ooh, what's gonna be in my box it's to the point i send my box to work and i have i have you know uh you know uh, dominant society people there but I also have like a, n- a number of black girls there and so what happens is they're like Japan your black sugar box is available and I was like oh my gosh and we literally all gather around and I open the black I mean I open the black sugar but I open the brown sugar box and now everybody in the office is like girl her brown sugar box has come like and we all open it up and we like talk about all the items and everybody's like oh my god it is so cute oh i can't believe this and that so it's such a treat it's a great subscription box that i'm okay so you can get it at izzyandlive.com but all you have to do is google brown sugar box and it is amazing it also comes with a monthly magazine inside that gives you tips and things of that nature just so that either you can that celebrates black culture also it has a wellness tip um it's all about just making sure that you are living your healthy and more more most holistic life that you can as a black woman now what you call them other people (laughs) right (laughs) right like I need to know what. <laughs> right, like what? I just said uh, other people from dominant society, from the dominant culture, or you know, dominant society. You know, basically colonizers. But <laughs> that's what we're gonna start calling them: people of the dominant society. Yeah. Okay. Because so not with, saying when we that go to essence, we the people of the dominant society. Technically, at that time, but when I say that, I'm talking about. Um, you know, of course, they're not the dominant society in terms of like amount of people on the um, on the earth. But I always At your say, workplace. yeah, but period, just across the board. We I think about like when we have to conform, we have to conform to dominant culture. 
and assimilate or whatever the case may be you have to code switch you have to do all those things just so you can appease the dominant culture but in essence fest you don't have to do that no. with my brown sugar box i'm leaning into my black girl magic that ha- that lasts 365 days 24 hours seven days a week all the way up until the seconds and the minutes. Um, but it's a way for me to, it, it's a way to celebrate my mm-hmm. black culture all the time. I celebrate it all the time. But it's like, it's also a way for me to show all the girls, oh, this, and I tell them, this is a black-owned monthly subscription box. I know you get your Ipsy and everything like that. Right. And that's why I send it to work. And they all like, ooh. What's in your what's box? In your, yeah, they're like, oh, what's in your brown sugar box this week or this month or whatever the case may be. And they're all like, ooh. Uh, they're like, maybe we should get a brown sugar box. Right. <laughs> yeah. But they're even excited to to open it up because it's just a, it's just a bunch of good treats. Izzy and Liv have great things. Um that just uplift black women, black women culture or black culture in general. That's pretty cool. I work at Chocolate City, so hey, they won't be like, oh, she got. A yes, they shirt. will. Like the people that was giving me like <gasps> the most oohs and ahs are my black people at work. They're like, come on, girl. Come on, girl. There was one time it was a, a shirt last month that was like round away, girl. Mm-hmm. And I was and I saw the shirt. I opened it up and I saw the shirt and I started rapping the LL Cool J. I right. want a girl with extensions in her hair, bamboo earrings, at least two pair. Girl, why did I pull up out? I started digging in the box. It was bamboo earrings, two pair. Oh, no way. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I was like, I want to fell out. I was like, Fendi bag, hoping that was in that, there too. You're right. With a bad attitude. And if they added to Shaq, I got that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like, yeah. That is super cool. It is good. And I had these Dwayne Wang glasses where I like, there's like sunglasses and you flip them up. Yeah. See, I got to get me a brown girl box. Girl, yes. And my girls, when I went to Essence Fest last year, I uh, I was wearing this shirt or whatever, and, and the girls were like, where do you get that from? I was like, from my brown sugar box. Brown and sugar box. And um, they were like, "What? What is this?" So then I, I was, we were, we rented a house. It was six of us. Then I got five more people to join Brown Sugar, like the Brown Sugar subscription, because it is awesome. Oh, I'm gonna have to look into that, girl. Mm-hmm. Go get your box. Right. Get a box. Okay. And how much is the Brown Sugar box month monthly subscription? Um, thirty nine ninety nine. Thirty nine ninety nine. Okay. Great. I mean, you spend forty dollars going to Fazoli's two times. Or don't what even you eating at Fazoli's? A family. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Them boys be eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or listen, that's two Chick Fil A visits. Cause every time I go to Chick Fil A, it's twenty five dollars and sixty one cents. Okay. Twenty five sixty one. It's more than two visits to Chick Fil A. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Channeling channel in her inner um, Cardi B. All right, well, everybody, y'all better get this brown sugar box. Right. I'm about to get my subscription. So let me ask you this along. real quick. So does everybody get the same brown sugar box? Yes. Oh, okay. And what you can do, you take a picture of it, post it on Instagram, and they choose one person out. Uh, a month to get, get a free, free brown subscription to get a free box the next month. So, oh, that is so cool. And then even if you don't, they even post people up taking pictures of themselves and stuff like that on their on their Instagram page. You may become Insta famous. Insta famous. Okay. There we go. 
slip snip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, get that brown sugar box, y'all. Yes. All right. We're going to get into our Rache reality. reality. And we're going to start off with these housewives of the Potomac. Girl. And cons. Or is it Canes? I think it's that was on the trip. They always say cons. The cons. Movie fest. They anyway. was on a trip. They was on a trip. And let me tell you what really made me upset about <laughs> the trip. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm a little. Got a little bit of crud going on. So Monique invited them on a trip, right? Mm-hmm. So how they gonna act like they didn't want to hear what she was talking about with her business? Like you're here because she invited you, exactly. And y'all just being rude and messy for no reason. Yes. That really pissed me off. Like, yes. give your friend. 30 minutes of your time while she invited you on a trip. You wouldn't be there if it wasn't for her. Exactly. Like, they just, girl, I don't know why I keep watching that train wreck, but I always watch it. And then I watch, like, I watch it twice. That's how I done got sucked in, because I watch it twice to make sure I saw the same shit I'm irritated about. So I was like, that's wrong. It is. And then the whole point of you going on a trip is to go to experience new and different things. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, I don't want to go learn about oils. Like, like yeah. I, I feel like since perfumeries and different oils and stuff like stem from that area, I want to go learn about that. Yes, it's nothing wrong with that. And at, at minimum, I can make my own oil combination. That's exactly. mine specifically. And then, you know, you got the two little mean girls that done clicked up like they in high school again. That's what they do. Just petty. That's what they do. They should have kept their ass home. They should have. But, you know, Robin, she was like, shoot, I ain't never been to Paris. Right. I ain't never been to the south of France. Exactly. But you're going to go there and just, she would have ruined my trip. I wouldn't let nobody ruin my trip. Like her funky attitude. I'd be like, you could just take that back home. Yeah. (laughs) So they start off, everybody is packing up for the trip. And I like that Monique took pictures of all the outfits. So her husband just won't be dressed in her child any kind of way. Because my, my husband does that. I thought that was super cute. Yes, my husband. I'd be like, you know, it's like 45 degrees. Why my baby got on a short sleeve shirt? Exactly. <laughs> you know? They don't know no better. They'd be like, I'm going to put a jacket on her. No. She need on a coat. A turtleneck or something. Like, it's cold outside. No kids don't wear coats. Exactly. So, um, I like that she was doing that. Um, everybody else packing seemed pretty normal. And then they showed them going to the airport um, and getting situated. And Monique upgraded herself to first class, which I don't blame her. Right, it's if a long available, It's my birthday weekend. Shit, I'm about to be up in first. I can't wait to be in first class. Exactly. We doing it. We gonna do it one of these days. We gonna get on first class. You and me, Reefy. We gonna do it. <laughs> don't leave me in the back. I'm going to first class too. Come on. Come on. Yeah. We're going to have a nice little bed, and we're going to sleep I know. We're going to stretch out. Gonna right. Out, okay? Mm. We're going to have champagne and eat a real meal. Real meal. <laughs> that Man, that China Eastern food was horrible. Man, it was horrible. Go and don't fly don't China, China Eastern. Eastern. Don't do it. No. They leave you stranded in countries and don't tell you. They don't. It was bad. And the food is bad. Yeah. Horrible. horrible. Except that ham sandwich. That wasn't. I didn't even get anything no, to eat that, that time. No, that was the um the other plate, the other airline. That was oh, smiles. That was smiles. Yeah, that, that was, was good. But what what sandwich did we get? Oh, y'all got a, a ham sandwich on 
China Eastern. I didn't get to eat that time because they oh. didn't have me down for they didn't have me down for a vegetarian meal. Oh, I thought that was on a smile airline. We got, both, we got a ham sandwich, sandwich on, on both, both of them. them. Okay, but the ham sandwiches are good. That's that's <laughs> about all they had to offer. You know, see you you up here messing up my carpet. <laughs> Some help, Javetta. So, um. They all get to the hotel and get rested up and you gotta take your pants off the side. <laughs> <laughs> Javetta's making a mess. Yes. So um they get they get there, um, get rested up, and then everybody meets in Monique's suite. And that suite was nice. Yes. It was really mm-hmm. nice. She deserves oh it though. She did. She works. I mean, even though she's a stay at home mom, you think they don't really do anything. She does a lot for her kids. She does. And a lot of the other people on the show, the cast members, they don't really realize all that she does. Yeah. But they just jealous anyway. Of course. They always are. Yeah. Yes. So they all meet and eating and Giselle is like, Well, I didn't think how you gonna have a trip for all of us and then we could we didn't even sit together like you went to first class and it cracked me up how monique was looking at her like bitch really you you going out i ain't even about to fool with you right because i halfway don't like you anyway exactly so why would i upgrade your seat when i don't even like you i know and then it wasn't like they was probably all gonna be sitting side by side by side by side anyway and i wouldn't want to sit i wouldn't want to sit beside you anyway because i don't like you exactly so and stay then back if she there. wasn't sat back she'd be like why she's sitting by me she know we don't like each other if you don't have no cash don't worry about me upgrading my seat you said it okay you said it you said it because okay. i don't like you and i'm yeah. not paying for you to be upgraded i pay for your ass to go on this trip that's good enough <laughs> Well, Bravo paid. Well, you you know what I mean. I know. I'm just like real life scenario. Like if we going on a trip and it's my birthday, when we get balling like that, like right now you better pay for your shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying like they make it seem like they pay for everything and you go. But you don't. You can't expect me to upgrade your seat. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I like that Monique gave everybody a welcome basket. It looked like a really that was really nice and how the hotel gave them all flowers yes that was very nice so i was mm-hmm. like props props martinez hotel yeah yes and what else um it kind of cracked me up how they were getting it how ashley was getting into karen about her address that she lives in a townhouse and not that big old grand house in Grand Falls. I must but that have that. Yeah, because they, sh- they said the Uber driver dropped her off somewhere that wasn't close to her house. And they're like, well, where does she go? So then they're like, well, maybe she's in the townhouse that's literally connected to the main house. And that may be where they're living. But she never answered the question. She was like, it doesn't matter where I live. Like, that's my business. Whose business is like that? it? Like Karen always does. Like oh she my always goodness. does. I must have missed that part. Yes, that's when they were all sitting around eating dinner. I don't even recall that. I may have, like, turned the channel and walked out the room. You probably did. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yes. That is crazy. Yes. So she done got an Uber to the house next door. Yes. People be doing that. They be fronting. She, know. You know Karen always front anyway. That's what she does. 
Oh, that is what yeah. she does. Mm-hmm. And so then while they were still eating dinner, Monique opened up about how, you know, sometimes her and her husband be getting into it because he kind of don't want her to shine. Mm-hmm. And Giselle and Robin <laughs> chimed in and sh- they were like, well, you know, knowing that they're athletes and what they do, you know, they're, they're men of high power. So they always want to have the light shined on right. them. Uh-huh. And it made sense. I was very surprised that they both like, Agreed, agreed on something they, yeah. yeah and so then candace I, that's when i fell out that was I so could, damn funny that was hilarious because she but to her it was real it was it was real to her and she couldn't figure out why everybody was laughing yeah she's like and as a person in the public eye and <laughs> how long ago was you in that pageant girl girl let it go <laughs> shit princess yeah, that whole, that look. Princess. Right. Like, so I don't really watch this show, but the way Rhea explained to me what this young lady was going through in terms of, like, how she really is, like, a princess mm-hmm. or whatever, she had a princess moment where she was on the phone complaining to her fiancé about how the room did not have a view of the French Riviera. That's a princess moment, right. honey. You're in a free hotel room suite. That's beautiful. Shut up beautiful and enjoy the trip. Junior suite. And you have the audacity to say, oh, my God, but it doesn't have a view. I don't even know why I'm even here. Really? Do you see this? This is the wall. Uh, get the flip out of here. You know, Chris, women like that. her real quick, though. Women like that annoy the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. You cannot be that bratty. She is that bratty. She and is. she thinks it's normal. And Chris called her out. He was like, you're staying in a beautiful suite in the south of France. You're going to be in the room to sleep and take a bath. That's why you go out of the room to see all the view. Right. Keeping so, it real. And that's what he does. Exactly. She can't that stand it either. She's going she gonna to have a hard time getting broke to reality because mm-hmm. he ain't having it he's like oh no uh-uh. it looks like on next week's episode Sharice and Karen are supposed to talk to her about that again so <laughs> so because she needs to get her life she does she does um I think the next thing is just um them all getting together in the lobby to go on the oil tour and perfume tour and so Giselle questions Karen about, well, why wouldn't you want to go to the perfumery tour? You know, that seemed like it would be, you know, fitting for your business. So they got into it about Karen, where Karen is in the business and how Giselle's makeup line is doing or whatever. So then it comes out that from Giselle that Karen doesn't like Giselle's business partner because her husband. Karen's husband, Ray, Uncle Ben, Uncle Ben was trying to was like following up after Giselle's assistant, um, part business partner. Mm-hmm. So she probably don't like to have a. Yeah, if if he's if she is if he is following her around mm-hmm. like Giselle implied, mm-hmm. she probably don't like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, whoa, Uncle yeah. Ben, slow your roll. Exactly. She's too young for you anyway. Yeah, but, you and know. she married too, so you know. Just following around I like know. a little puppy. We're being thirsty. That's not cute. It's not. Especially as old as he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch it, girl. It's like a train wreck. Yes. 
so I think that was pretty much it. Like the show ended with them still arguing in the lobby. Yeah, about that the girl and that dude. Yeah, so that's how that ended. And now we're gonna talk about a ninety day fiance. Now that was a that was a good show. Okay, I'm gonna let you start this one off. I don't even know where to start. It started you off know with I'm Molly. Start off with the the good stuff. Oh, Mo- Molly's the one getting divorced from yes. um, Dominican Republic. What's yes. his name? Uh, Peyton um, Lewis. Louise. Louise. Yeah. So she's finally woke up and was like, I don't know if this was last season or this um, last episode when she was she called her daughter when she was on the phone with her daughter saying. I'm getting a divorce, and I pretty much this whole marriage thing is my fault. And she kind of came to her senses. Mm-hmm. Was that this one? She because I watched that like in a this bunch one. It could have been last one. So she pretty much has figured out that she gonna have to still take care of this dude, and she can't for find him years. for ten years. She if he get, even, only if he gets his green card. Exactly. She signed the affidavit of financial support. You signed that, but prior to when you signed for them to come over. That's scary. Very something that nobody tells you. Oh you think, no! But you better read the fine. Gotta read right there. Right. If he goes to the hospital or anything, yes. she's gotta cover that. Yes. Gosh. So we gonna let Javetta chime in on this because she's had experience <laughs> um, in the in the world of ninety day fiance. You out? Oh, okay. So I have because once upon a time I was in love with this guy who um, was a, a co-worker's cousin. She introduced me to him uh, via phone. We talked for several months. I really was like, this is my husband. I'm going to marry him. We love each other. Actually, Alicia's Keys, Alicia Keys' song, No One, came out. That was her jam. Wow. I was like, no one, no literally could get in the way and so what did I do a week within meeting him I came on a Saturday I left on uh the other Saturday a married woman I married him within a week and guess what it was a mistake right but couldn't nobody tell me that because I thought I was doing the right thing I was like I want him to be here I didn't want a fiance visa I wanted a marriage license because I needed him I wanted more like I guess, you know, like security and knowing that he is going to come into the States. And I take, um, like, I was applying for him and his children to oh, come wow. here. Um, because I just, girl, couldn't nobody tell me nothing. Um, I, the only person I actually did tell at the time was after I did it, I called Daria. And was like, I'm married. She was like, what? <laughs> right. I was like, don't tell nobody. <laughs> How you gonna be married and you can't tell nobody? That was horrible. So don't do that. Okay. <laughs> don't ever do that. But what 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 was the big things that things that transpired afterwards? It was like things that I didn't realize. So like the point of me always going down to Jamaica to see him, buying things for family, uh, you know, and you want to treat your family well, and they don't have all the things that they have in the state. So you're like, hey, what can I bring since I'm going to be staying at your home for free? Like, what can I bring? And the list is long. Oh, boy. I remember you telling me that they wanted you to pay them $600 to drive you guys around, like to rent their personal car. And I was like, that don't seem right. You can go to the dollar budget and rent your own car for less than that. (laughs) That's crazy. So they were trying to get over. Some people were. We ended up uh, driving around and one of his closer relatives 
car because another relative was not really op- was you know just not doing the right thing or my ex could have been shitting me and would have taken like it probably was like maybe a hundred fifty dollars and pocketing the rest like wow i don't put that past him you know what i'm saying so i have my inhibitions or whatever the case may be long story short bro was 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 getting it on with everybody he was engaged no he was married to me and i wasn't moving fast enough so he was engaged to somebody in england he was uh, working on somebody in the u.s again like a lot of different things how did you so, find out oh through people through people i mean i mean the story is if you know if we had enough time i would tell tell you every little bit of it but um i would say the first person that told me about him with another person was uh, one of my sister-in-laws that was in England and we had hang we had hung out and got real close one one time I went on my visit like really close and she didn't feel comfortable with what happened afterwards she was like you know I've been debating on whether to tell you or not but like the moment you left he took another girl out that same very night and they were kissing and all this other stuff. Oh my and she said, and I know how much you love him or everything like that. She was like, but I need to tell you because she didn't want me to continue to be bamboozled. Right? And y'all were married at that point. We were M-A-R-I-R-I-E-D. Okay. Wow. And I was wondering why was he so nonchalant? You know, you finally get this wonderful dashing woman like myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> You finally get a good girl, a good woman. And when I got there, it was like phone calls in the middle of the night. That was one of his Jamaican booze. Mm-hmm. Phone calls, phone calls, phone calls. And I was like, yo, you got to tell whoever that is that you are married and you cannot have those type of phone calls. We can't right. do that. Girl, he left out the room. He was like, well, divorce me then. Because he had all, I was like, what? Like, I'm sacrificing all this money to come see you. And you, like, nonchalantly walk around like, I don't care. Divorce me. Because this person. Right. Right. I read it. I heard it all in your head. This person had fiancés all across the board. Like, he had all these young ladies interested in him. So, I'm like, at the end of the day, my mother, who is a G, was like, I was like, Ma, he ain't even admitting to this and blah, blah, blah. She was like, and he ain't got to. And I was like, okay. She was like, I don't care if he admitted to it or, or not. I was like, he owes me. She was like, he owes you shit. Right. She was like, what you need to know is what you going to do about it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. right? She was like, you know, at the end of the day, fuck that. You know what I mean? What are you going to do about it? And I was like really mousy about it. I'm going to stick out and work out my marriage. and da, 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 da. That nigga didn't love me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's going to say explicit on it anyway. It don't matter. He didn't love me. He may have like thought I was nice, but he didn't love me. And the first indication of that is when we talked about like, okay, like we're having a great time. How can we like make sure that we get you on the same soil as me and we can have a, you know, we can grow and build this love. And so we talked about marriage visa. And so we talked about marrying each other and his sister, we was on the porch of his mom's house and his sister was like, Oh yay. So, you know, we're going to get married. She was really happy. Yeah. She's the one who arranged the wedding and got the officiant and made sure I had something nice to wear. I mean, she was so sweet. Um, and I can say that was the best thing out of our mm-hmm. uh, out of our union was getting to know her. Like she was a really good friend of mine. So 
through all of that and he was like she was like yeah so now all you gotta do is like get down on the knee and ask her to marry you mm-hmm. this nigga said i don't get down on my knee for nobody so what in the time even the time but i was like oh shit i already said i want we were gonna get married and all this other stuff and you know my even the night we were married he didn't even say he went to a party on my honeymoon he went to a party and then came back (laughs) you know what i'm saying so that you know like when I look at 90 Day Fiance, I be getting all kinds of flashbacks. Right, because it's real like, for you. It's, it was real. I lived it. And I was trying to figure out, like, this guy, does he love me? I know. I mean, he's got to be good because my friends know him. My friends, I have they several vouch for friends, him. Yeah. several close friends vouch for him about how great of a guy he is. And he was not a good guy to me or for me. Right. Um. And not to say that he's not a decent man. I think he's a great man. He's remarried. I told him, congratulations. You have a beautiful wife and a beautiful family. I hope you do the right thing by them. Yeah. This time around. And he was, you know, very cordial. He was like, thank you, Javetta. Like, he reached out to me when he got remarried. And, you know, he apologized for different things. And I was like, I apologize. At least he had a conscious. Shit. Oh, okay. I don't know about that. Well, I guess so he did. You know, like I said, at the heart of him, I think he's a good person. But he just was not fit to be married at that time with me because he did not love me. Right. He didn't love me. He he didn't love me. Like, I can say I'm married, but my husband never proposed to me. My husband refused to even propose to me. That's crazy. And And the fact that I rationalize that in my head it's like that's what I deserve. Maybe, you know, I, I it's okay. And it was a low self-esteem thinking I wouldn't get anybody else to love me. Or anything like that. And that I needed to settle for that. Like I was going to settle for a lifetime of somebody who couldn't even get down on one knee to say, um, you know, I want to be right. with you forever. I want to marry you. Like, like it's an honor and a privilege to marry somebody. Right. right? And I'm going to take care of you and your kids and my child. Are you fucking kidding me? And you don't, you can't even get down on one knee. Did you feel like it was like a culture difference since he was from Jamaica? You thought that was just part of it? Like what they do? No. No. When somebody loves you, I've seen several Jamaicans propose, celebrate life and weddings. Like when somebody loves you, that's what they do. You know what right. I'm saying? I hope to get married one day. And I hope the person that marries me, will, well, shit, not even hope. Nigga, you better. Right. Don't fucking play with me. You know what I'm saying? Get down. <laughs> get, get. I'm going to get you some knee pads. Because <laughs> you're going to be down there for a while. <laughs> okay. Write a speech because you got to say all of this. You got to say all of this right. because I have been scarred right. heavily. We'll get him some knee pads. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, He'll be, y'all, it'll be y'all real cushion. Y'all got to talk right. to him. We gotta Shut talk him up to him. for it because he understands. He's going to have a real nice poem. <laughs> About five, five, ten minutes down there. I'll put you better because she deserves it at this point. So at the end of the day, like I see these things and I be getting riled up. Like, like I have this nervous thing where if I get like tense or anything like that, I like pat my weed. Girl, right? I just thought your weed was itching. <laughs> you was you know, riled up from the show. Yes. <laughs> I was riled up because there's so many things that I see. Yeah. Or like when, when uh, Molly th- talks about like the threat of Louise, like being being financially responsible for him. That's not fair. That's not, not at fair. all. You purposely did that. And like, I hate that did, when I see. But yeah. did that happen for you too? 
I actually went through with the paperwork and then um, even after this whole situation, I was like, well, I still should help him or whatever, stupid. And I went through and then um, they sent me another, like my one of my last papers and I actually just wrote the consulate and said I wanted to stop. And Jamaica's real tight anyway. They're like, fine. And they stopped it. My friend's mom knows somebody at the consulate. And they stopped the paperwork. Mm. And that was it. And they denied his visa. Well, that's good. Because yeah. you would have been on the hook for him. Yeah. And I know his ass would have been fucking reckless. Mm. So, um, RIP to that marriage. RIP. <laughs> but, you know, I had a long way to, 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 grow, to grow and to know that I deserve more. Yeah. Right? And I shouldn't settle and it, for anything and everything that comes my way because I'm scared. I'm in fear of being alone, in fear of the right person coming along in my life. And so I see that in Molly. Mm-hmm. I even saw that in Chantel. Like, yeah. you don't have to take that shit. No. You don't have to take that shit. Like, how dare Pedro come up in somebody's house and try to fight? Some- right. He would have got stomped if he came up in my mama house and tried to touch my brother. And first and foremost, oh, that sister would have got pop, pop real quick. A long they ain't time ago. The, they, ain't, they ain't met the real ones, okay? You didn't even watch the last episode, did you? I did. That's, oh, okay. That's what got okay. me so hot. Yes. I, because that bruh was in the right place. Like, don't you come up in here, like, you know, doing what you're doing. And then Pedro got the nerve. And he got the nerve to kick some grass in my own house. Girl, yes. he had my head on fire. Yeah. He had my like, head on fire. I just recently calmed down. You done got hyped again. <laughs> it done all came back. Yeah, so this like show. Girl, I am. But this show, like, brings up a lot and i'm just like don't do it like even the girl who's in morocco oh yeah about to about to marry azan you know i have a moroccan baby daddy i could have been down there like we were engaged and our engagement fell by the wayside because i wouldn't send my son to morocco my newborn so that he can be raised as a proper arabic man do you know if I would have sent my baby over there, I would have never seen him again. No. Yeah. Never seen him again. Well, that was the breakdown of our relationship. He also told me I couldn't go up to Morocco. I couldn't see his family until I lost 50 to 75 pounds. What? About her being big. Yeah. And that, he was calling her lazy and stuff. Yes, because they oh truly believe about people who are bigger. They don't. I mean, at least the ones I know. But have have said something to that. But better. her mom seems very. Um, his mom seems very accepting to her. Yeah, yes. the family's like, yeah, we're gonna get the the hall. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this for right. the wedding. So and she yes. seems accepting unless she's his, thinking about a paycheck. Well, his his family, his, the, the ladies in his families, and still to this day, are so warm and welcoming to me and accepting of me. It's him. Right. Who, I mean, it's him, not him now. We don't have nothing to do with each other like that. But at that time, I felt so ashamed. You know what I'm saying? I was too dark. I was too Christian. I was too fat. I was just never going to be enough. And that's before I married um, my Jamaican husband. But before that, I had the Moroccan. I'm trying to, like, get with, be with this guy who I thought was so hot at the time or whatever. Like, um... 
I'll be worthy when I'm this. Or I'll be worthy when I lose 20 pounds. I'll be worthy when I'm this for him. Like, who is he to determine my worthiness? I'm the person paying all the damn bills in this bitch. Okay? I'm the one here who has three degrees. What are you doing? You know what I mean? You didn't even graduate high school. So, and what and I question my worthiness because of that. You know what I'm saying? And I gave you a son. Exactly. That. Okay. Which is really good in their country. It is. Yes. Your first baby is a, your, is a son. Come on now. Um, so, come. I just be like, I just see so much in all of this. That you know what I'm saying? Like he said, we should go over and get married in Morocco and all this other stuff and go live. And y'all, I couldn't. Or I'm I, glad you did. Even proposition to be his first wife because he said that in that I would have to get my tubes tied because he didn't want any babies that more babies that look like me. <laughs> yeah. And I was 25 at the time, and he said, "I want you to tie it up, lock it up, burn it up. I don't care. I don't want nothing coming out of you." Okay, that's awful. It I'm is. so sorry it you went through that. It made me feel like I was not worthy of anything. Like I'm not even worthy for this man to love me. He was like, "It's okay that I don't love you at this point," because before he was, he was, it was all love or whatever. It was great, but then when I wouldn't comply and do all these other things, but he didn't want to leave me because he had a son, he was like, "Here, this is what we're gonna do. I don't love you anymore." You're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. And, like, the tables turned, like, flipped, honey. That's awful. So I'm so sorry. I just want to hug you. Don't. It's okay, girl. I mean, don't. not saying don't. You can. I'm, I'm, um, you like hugs. Don't I act do. like that. Don't be, I do. don't be friend because do. you're on the podcast. You I like do. to be hugged. Like, I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. But it's like, I feel like, like, don't you know that, that's, that line in the Maya Angelou poem it's like though you trod me in the dirt yet i will still rise right and it was like that's how i felt and i don't know why i've always felt like the lowest of lows because i've always dealt with self-esteem issues and i don't see that as much anymore because at this point i'm just like fuck it you know what i'm saying you You don't like me i don't like you right okay Never looked like you anyway. <laughs> Never liked you anyway. You, you don't, don't think, look all that good. You don't think I'm the best woman in the whole world? Right. Then too bad. Okay. okay. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you don't like this chocolateness? Too bad. But you know what? Because there's somebody that that likes it, not only likes it, but loves it. Right. Every inch of it. I ain't found him yet, but I'm just saying. You never know. He's coming. Okay. You never know. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, it's just a thing that show i want to watch more of it so i can get settled in my emotions i guess i don't at first i don't know why i stayed away from the show but all that the emergence of emotion and i keep looking at like that girl and this guy in morocco and i'm like that's not gonna last that's not right. gonna last that's not gonna last he had a problems with cheating the motherfucker's gonna cheat again okay yeah. You're going to cheat and cheat and cheat until you lose 75 or whatever pounds. You know, you already got the European look because that's what's popping. Mm-hmm. And that's what they literally embrace, especially French culture. Okay. So she's got that down. You just got to lose the weight. And she's going to have to understand that because he's going to keep on cheating. And hope to God he don't be smoking that hashish. What's hashish? 
That's Puka? like that extra strong weed. Oh, we don't know nothing about that. <laughs> that's the different kind of. That's a different kind. That sounds like it'll have you on your back with your legs up in the air. Oh, Kicking like a roach. Kicking like a roach. <laughs> Hashish. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, so. Okay. So, so, so <laughs> she pretty much wrapped it up. But what did you think about Annie and uh, the girl from Thailand? I think we. Ah, we need to talk about them. Yeah. She needs to go back. She needs to go back. She's unrealistic. <laughs> She's unrealistic. You got a bro. Unrealistic expectations. Yes. She got him. She got him hard. Okay. He 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 ain't got no job. He don't have no place for you to live. He can't take care of you, mama. Go back. You keep threatening that. Oh, I'm gonna go. Go. Go back. Go. If not, shut up. Get an electric skillet that you plug in and cook your food. And I was saying she can get on make a bus from Louisville and go to Chicago and. Catch that six thirty six flight out. Yep, she okay. can. Right. There are options for you, Annie. Annie, take mm-hmm. the goddamn options and stop complaining. If you ain't gonna be in it to win it with this broke loser that you already knew was a broke loser, then shut up. You knew he was broke from the beginning. She is done. I just what tripped me out is when his friend was like, "Okay, well, I have another option for you, and this is some place you can work." And once he got to the storage facility, he was like, "I don't know if I want to manage a storage facility." You don't have a choice. So it's been six months. You should have had a job. So this person is literally giving you a job and And a a place over over your head. and you gonna say I don't know if I want to manage it? No, boo boo. The only thing he should have said was, "When do I start? When, when, when do, do I start? start?" And thank you. Exactly. Period. Mm. But see, that's that white privilege. That's entitlement. That's a part of what I call like the dominant culture. They expect people to do things for them. Get up off that ass. Get up off that ass and work if you want this Thai land or this Thai wife. Or any wife. Right. <laughs> any he, wife. He ain't, but I he know ain't he went over there to Thailand and marketed all them dreams to that lady. Yep. And we didn't see the, the, these men sell these dreams to these yep. ladies. You know what I'm saying? And it's so hopeful. And I know Annie was so hopeful. You know what I'm saying? And he sold that bullshit to her. <laughs> he showed it. To get up off that ass right. and work so you can work for that tie ass that you bought over She here. need to be working too. She's uh, not completely innocent either. She need to figure something out. She need to stop acting She can like clean she, up houses. Okay. She can she do something. Like she, is, she is above everything. I'm sorry, but you know no princess, boo-boo? No. Uh-uh. Let me see your house where you was from. And let me see where you at now. Exactly. It might not be very different. She can do something. She can do something, especially just at the at the pure thought of my boo is struggling. How can I help in this partnership? Not how can you take care of me, but how are we gonna work this out together? Right. See, that's the difference between black women and all kind of other women. Because we'll figure because it we, out. We figure it out. We get up in there. We support it. We understand. We making plates. We making plates. We cooking dinners. We doing whatever we need to do to, to make, make it sure happen. that our family is uplifted. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. She. She better get on it. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Did we leave anybody else out? 
Apollo and Russ, her grandmother died. Oh, yeah. And that was, but Russ, I guess he's still out of town. And she was like, I can't go for the funeral because we just left and we can't afford, I can't afford to go back. Yeah. And that's about it. Counseling, you know, yeah, she's, she's dealing with a lot, a lot, lot, yeah, in a short amount of time, and she wants to be there for because her heart is already grieving, yeah. And then on top of that, with the loss of her grandma, and I'm so happy that they were able to get some of her last words and things mm-hmm. on camera to her. But I think she needs grief counseling. And then the last person is that damn, I know they call him George, but his name is Jorge, okay? <laughs> Jorge needs to stop lying. Girl. I don't even watch the show, and I could tell his ass was lying. She And she's done. She's tired of his ass. Because he just keep lying. Every week, it's a new damn lie. She's too gorgeous to be with his lying And she's ass. trying to make it work. And she his sure ass is. keeps lying. Did he ever have that baby? I think I may have just went to sleep or. No, they never. He called the girl and left a message so they could talk. Because Russian China was like, well, do a blood test. Because right. he was like, well, she had the baby 11 months after we broke up. So I know it's not mine. And I was like, no, nah, your ass lying. Because that's, yeah, what some, that's how you know. Yeah, something's just not right about this no. scenario. years later and saying it's your exactly. child. Trust me, exactly. I got stories about that too. <laughs> she going to figure something out. Yeah, she was just... I, I just couldn't believe it. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect that from him. I was very disappointed. Because I guess maybe cause since he's a little chubby, you don't expect him to be out there like that. Mm-hmm. He, he's trying to be exempt. It's the chubby one. That, oh, I know. That be pulling them women right. left and right but I was, and laying it down. I was expecting him to, like, get it together. Like, yeah. after that whole first of the season when he t- pretty much told everybody she was a prostitute. And, oh. yeah, he's, he's, he's an ass. Well, my thing with that is also, like, I don't know. I just feel like something in my spirit ain't right when it comes to this guy. Who, Jorge? Yes. It just isn't right. And on top of that, who knows if he called the right number. That's so true. Broke old number that he know don't work no more. Right. Uh-uh. He could have messaged her on social media. Uh-huh. The same way she's messaging his wife. Yes. And if I was the wife, if I was rushing China, I would definitely be following up on my end to hold this young man, forget it, to hold this nigga accountable, okay? <laughs> uh, he needs to be held accountable. You can calm down I real agree. quick. I yeah, agree. he needs to get it together. I think she's done. I think she should pretty much she's leave. She's been done since the beginning and of the season. And let it go. She got her own apartment. She got her own car. Just keep it moving, girl. And he got 10 years to take care of her. She don't have no obligations to him. She has, he can, he has an obligatory, ha- well, is that, a, yeah. He has to take care of her up to 10 years. She has a green card, two fingers, bye. Mm. And she's tried. She's tried. Yeah. She has honestly tried. She has yeah. documented her trying. Yeah. Okay. So goodbye. Yeah. Jorge. He just lies. I didn't go to a divorce clinic. I didn't do that. Producer, um, we were filming. Right. <laughs> that, was like, that was like, that was hilarious. We were filming. <laughs> right. Oh, goodness. So sad. Okay, so I think that's it for the Rache Reality. Um, I'm glad we got some extra nuggets. Right. From Miss Chavetta. Yes. Know, about how it really works in the 90 Day Fiance world. Um, so do we have a fairy moment this week? 
No, we don't. Unless you can think of something. Well, our fairy moments is um, where we request our listeners to send us something that their significant other did for them. That is, and it could be big or small, that just touched their heart. And we typically read them on air. A lot of times no one writes to us, so we just kind of say what's going on in our worlds for our fairy moments. Do you have a fairy moment? I don't have a fairy moment, but I think it would be nice if listeners could, like, talk about a trip that they've taken with their significant other that was fun because we talked to a lot about Essence Fest and there's like Jazz Fest and uh, what Jazz in the Gardens and all kinds of different fests that people take. Yeah. And I know sometimes it's good to go solo, but it's also good to go with your partner. Yep. Mm-hmm. We talked about that last week. We did. We did um, traveling, 25 tips for traveling with your boo thing. Yes. Yeah, I don't have a boo thing, but I have a bit of boo in progress. I love it. Yes. I like that. All right. You just well, make sure when y'all take y'all first trip, he don't have no uh, trash bag no with his Kroger clothes bags in it. Allowed. That Tell, was last week. Duffel bags and luggage. I need him to have a duffel bag and luggage. I if, think he has that. He travels. He travels. Oh, okay. I just want to make. I just want to make sure because if he try to get on a, the plane with a damn Kroger bag, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> the hell. <laughs> if it, I got on the, I got on a plane three weeks ago. With oh, 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 no, you did not. That's for the next podcast. I can't tell you right now. And I'm a woman of class. You would not believe what happened to me. Did your bag bust? No. I know. I didn't have my bag bust, and my drawers came out on that conveyor <laughs> that <was> belt. So funny. <laughs> That's embarrassing as hell. Especially when your your drawers are a little big. I was like, them bloomers out, girl. Girl, Mildred, those was Mil- those were Mildred's drawers. Those were mine. I'd be like, damn it, Mildred. Okay, quick story. Well, one, yes, he has like when you walk in this room, he has like a book bag and his suitcase okay, right there. Good. Okay, so he's ready. But I was not. I was too busy trying to. A couple weeks, I was going to in New York. Going to New York want to see about my new job and I'm walking trying to get all my kids together everybody's got this got that lunches and like getting groceries for them everything pack my bag take it out to my car my kids are like oh mom can you help me with this so I'm doing that I'm buying you I'm with my brother and he's helping me okay mm-hmm helping me i'm snapping one kid in a car seat one kid in the booster seat the other kid jump in the middle all right we got this oh mommy i forgot that go in there and get this oh mommy i forget this go in there and get that all right and we're off what did i forget your bag yeah do you know where i forgot it in the parking lot <gasps> okay oh no okay so in my in my apartment complex i have a a gra- like garage oh sorry <laughs> sorry so thank, thank you Rhea. i have a garage right and uh and there's like parking garages and then yeah. they're like the covered shit yeah so i got a covered shit right uh and that's where it was it's, it was uh it was in my parking space like i pulled out my brother said man javetta i saw that i saw it when did i last see that i saw it next to the car I said, and you didn't pick it up. Right. You didn't put it in the truck. I thought you was helping me load with the, with the kids. So we get to, but I didn't figure this out until I rolled up to the airport. Oh, no. Opened the trunk, and my luggage wasn't there. 
I had a backpack on and I had a bag of uh, gummy savers from Walgreens. Well, that's that's not bad. Those were snacks. Yeah. I'm talking about your drawers and all your clothes is in the Kroger bag. Oh, coming back. I had my drawers because I had to go and buy stuff from JCPenney. So I bought two dresses, two underwears, a girdle, and I had You never got your luggage? No. It was still in Indianapolis. And I lived, that put a a thought in me, man, I could live off of very little. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I had my backpack, a couple of toiletries, and the clothes on my back. And then I went to JCPenney the next day, picked up two dresses and a couple of pair of underwear, and there it is. And you were happy. And I was happy. Well, I don't know about that, but. You made it. You I didn't. made it. And you I was, was okay. I, girl, I look good, too. I look cute. <laughs> um, and nobody knew that I was traveling only with my little Walgreens bag. Where in that case, I had my little clothes I traveled in. I was wearing one in the dresses, a dress that I wore in that Walgreens bag and my undies. And I just walked right on over through everything and went home to Indianapolis with my book bag and a Walgreens bag. <laughs> You didn't put your, like, clothes in the little book bag, though? No, I didn't have no space. Oh, boy. My book bag, if you know me, like, I can take you downstairs, and my book bag is full with my laptop, all my yeah. books, my notebooks, all my, I got uh, a lot in there. of stuff. Yeah. And so there was no room. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Were you embarrassed? Hell yeah. It's Hell okay, yeah. though. I was trying to go and buy clothes in the airport. You know how they have those little boutiques? Yeah. And they be high <laughs> as hell, and they was, ugly. Y'all, I was about to spend one hundred fifty dollars on some ugly ass clothes because I was desperate at the moment. And I'm, and my friend just happened to be in the airport, and she was like, "You look kind of frazzled." I was like, "I don't have no luggage." Mm-hmm. She was like, "Girl, please, I'll help you." Mm-hmm. And so she gave me before I left, she gave me a dress out her bag. That I could wear the next day because I had to be at work at 6 a.m. Oh, goodness. And we had just landed at 8 o'clock. Macy's in Times Square closed at 9. Ain't no way I was going to get there. So she was like, listen, let me give you uh, this dress. I washed out my underwear and stuff and with soap and everything at the at the hotel. Hung it out to dry. Air dried it in the morning that wasn't dry. And there it was. Stepped in my shoes, put my makeup on. And was fierce. You was fierce too, wasn't you? Girl. Mm -hmm. You made it work. I made it work. And you're okay. Yes. And now you know you can live on less. Now I know I can live on less, but I will never, like, leave out without my luggage. I will have to check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. Remember how many times you look for the little unicorn bag? (laughs) (laughs) Unicat. Yeah. Unicat. Yes. Right. (laughs) <laughs> well, that next time it's gonna be your luggage. Yes. Where's the marshmallow? Has anybody <laughs> seen the marshmallow? What marshmallow? Your white suitcase. suitcase. Oh, right. The body, the body bag is downstairs, and before I leave tonight, somebody gotta sit on it so I can close it. Oh goodness. <laughs> or I was thinking of another plan. I'll talk to you off air on this. Okay. Side. We'll figure it out. All right. Do you so need some luggage? <laughs> you need a bag. It's okay. We'll, we'll find you a bag. Oh, gosh. So we're going to wrap it up. I want to thank my bestie, Javetta, for coming to visit and joining us on the podcast. Yay. And you all can chime in, leave us a comment, rate us, um, subscribe. We're on iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play, SoundCloud, 
and wherever you can hear your podcasts. And we can be found at it's underscore not a fairy tale on Instagram and it's not a fairy tale 615 on Gmail. Please email us. Let us know how you like us. Give us your fairy moments, your fairy topics, um, and your business buzzes. All right. Bye. Bye.